Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Full Throttle. This is episode three. I'm your host, Not Blonde Monkey. With me today are Swami. Hello. And Sigmoid. Hey there. So we've got we've got the returning crew from episode one. So this week, so the headlines are the the esports shop. One week of the esports shop. Some interesting randomization. Uh, those items also being joined by some new fan rewards as well as some familiar faces. We had in the RLCS and RLRS. Veloce Esports winning the, the game of the week against Complexity and moving on to 5-0. and uh, The Birds and the Bees also closing on securing their top two. Within the RLCS, the big, in North America, the big three, so Cloud9, G2, NLG, they are still undefeated, all of them on 4-0. and We had Dignitas finally winning a series in Europe, ending their ridiculously bad for their standards uh, start to the season. And we had Triple Trouble also securing a huge series for them amid a lot of controversy. Um, we had Erodium continuing to reward uh, fantasy players with their dominant performances, racking up goals and assists and saves everywhere. Uh, and then we had Icon, Justice Esports and Chiefs undefeated down under in, uh, in the OCE RLCS. Um, so the first thing I want, we, we're going to talk about is the new fan rewards. Uh, so looking looking at the website, we've got, we've got some familiar faces uh, so, like for example, the RLCS decals. Swami, do you are you a fan of these returning for the first time since what season four? Uh, so I'm a, I'm a huge fan of this because I play on the Nintendo Switch actually, and we don't have any of this. We don't we we have uh, some of these items, but we don't have the RLCS decals. So yeah, it's that's nice to true. Have a chance that to get that them is now. true. Um, is and this... there's also there's there's a few new items as well. So we've got we've got the Deceniums, which are the normal versions of one of the RLCS like in person like the the ticket rewards um we've got the tilt detector and 4d chess master uh titles which i'm a huge fan of um i'm definitely going to be going for those and then we've got you know some new banners uh an, an interesting one is avatar borders i'm not sure i'm pretty sure these ones are tradable and same with the titles i think they're the first tradable items of that type I haven't had the titles, but I did get the avatar borders, and I did confirm that they're tradable. All right, yeah. So I'm assuming the titles will be as well. So on a side note, I got black decennium wheels, and they're my new favorite wheel. They're amazing. That is a, that's a good start. That is a very good can, start. Can you guys stop bragging already? I've got no drops so far. I somehow uh, I got three drops before the before the first series started on Sunday in Europe. I don't know how. I got five in that stream, and like I got three before the PSU Triple Trouble game started. It's because you're it's a insane. loyal fan, Ben. You're exactly. a loyal fan. The, the, the I've, most I've watched entire streams and never had reward before, so I don't know. Yeah, I've, I've watched like, you know, three streams in a row and not had one. It's, that's, the, that's, how, that's the way the cookie crumbles. Um, but yeah. anyway, moving on, moving on to the, the Pawsgate scandal, the biggest, the, the controversial news of the week. So we had Triple Trouble against PSG kicking off a pretty close game, but the casters weren't really getting across to anyone watching because there were some sound problems with the broadcast. Uh, NGE doing a, a fine job. The, the sound just died. There was just a consistent humming, buzzing noise that was absolutely deafening. Um, and two, it took two minutes for, for psionics or NGE or whoever to do anything about it. Uh, and it's right as Tadpole is about to score, uh, the match pauses. And like 
some people were saying that it was debatable, but according to Base, who is, for those who are unaware, the Triple Troubles manager, uh, Tadpole put his controller down after they paused the game, and then before they reset it, they unpaused it, and despite the fact that Tadpole wasn't holding his controller, he still scored. Which is uh, which seems to confirm that that was probably going to be a goal. Does does this mean anything for Psionics? I mean, because like this could, because the, the I I don't. My opinion is they shouldn't have paused. They 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 valued the broadcast over the integrity of the matches. Sigmoid, do you what do you have to say about that? Uh, I I can't say much more than what's changed really. Psionics have a a bad I, I can't even really call it a habit at this point because it just seems to be like a constant thing that they almost try to do deliberately uh, is just support the stream over the matches yeah that is it i mean it's just i, I don't see given that how given how long they played on for surely you just let the match carry on going on street like off stream and then come back in game two uh, um, I mean, I'm not, I, don't, I don't know how I feel about that. Uh, it's one thing, like, uh, do you guys remember at the World Championships, there was that, I think, Flipside Cloud 9 oh, series? Oh, yeah. Uh, WSO. Where there was an audio show. That's at a land, so they have to continue it. Yeah. Maybe it wasn't Flipside Cloud 9. I think it was Flipside Cloud 9. It was Flipside Cloud 9. Cloud 9 scored in overtime during the lag. No, that was no, no, no. No, that no, was that was WSOE. WSOE. There was a similar, there was a similar audio issue where the audio just completely cut out, and they, it might have even been like the whole stream, but they ended up playing the match because it's at a live environment, so they have to. Yeah, continue. I'm pretty sure that was a like the, that oh, was a hold up. It was like the stream just went down. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I do. I don't quite now. remember, but yeah, that was it. It, it seems like. It just, I don't know, even though it was online, even though they can pause it, I don't think they should, because that really, like, it's a good thing that tri if Triple Trouble had then lost that series, it would have been very controversial, because they they looked, they didn't look as good uh, in games one and two, and once they maybe, you know, once they start getting over that tilt factor, and then they get the reverse sweep. Well, is is this much different? I guess it is a little different because in OCE, I think it was week one, CJCJ disconnected during the yeah. first game of Icon's match, and they declared that first game null and void, even though they played it through. So mm -hmm. I don't know how similar that situation is, but that, I think the well, fact it's that just because that one was directly that one involved a player, which directly like had yeah, impact on the difference. match, whereas here nothing that happened had a, like any sort of implication on the players. It was all just on the broadcast. So, I, I think I do fall into the category of agreeing. Like they should have let that game play through and just pause before starting the next one. Yeah, exactly. Right. So moving on from there, we'll we'll head over to full throttle refueled recap. Um. So we'll start off with the uh, the RLRS. So in North America, we had the Birds and the Bees moving to four and zero. Uh, by getting a huge win over the Peeps after they had already swept Plot Twist. We had the Dudes taking down Upper 93-1. Uh, RBG, their first series of the season, they did not look great against Plot Twist. It was, it was a, it was not promising for them. And then, uh, on the, on the second stream on, on Saturday, last Saturday, we then had Afterthought almost getting there, almost getting another win against Plot Twist, unfortunately losing 3-2. Uh, where they they looked good, and then games four and five, they just, the plot twist just blah, completely came out all guns blazing. And then we had uh, the Pittsburgh Embers not quite bringing the heat this time around. 
they lost in five games to the Birds and the Bees, uh, which, you know, what a what a start for the Birds and the Bees. They're 4-0. and Even they, I think they still have a, an, a small chance of making top two if they lose every series. Yeah, that's, they're they're pretty much locking up uh, North American rival series, which is I think something that a lot of people expected. Well, I I think also a lot of people also expected the Peeps to be up there with them. They've that that's the the sweep that they lost against Upper Ninety really. It's not what they wanted to start with, but they 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 looked good in their in their second series against Pittsburgh Embers, which was a week and a half ago. But then. This week, losing in a game five overtime against probably their probably their closest contenders. So it's not bad for them, but it's not great. They've got to go five and two to have a chance of of making that promotion tournament. It's it's a tough road to top two for them. So speaking of the of that game five overtime, that was probably series of the week, Swami. I'm I'm sure you'd probably agree with that. Yeah, absolutely. I even managed to get some of my non-RL friends to, to watch this with me because we were all hanging out and I had it up on my phone and they were getting mad at me. <laughs> so I just <laughs> made them all watch it. And they honestly loved it. Uh, just the hype factor going into this. Some of these guys, um, they actually knew Birds and the Bees. Uh, well, they knew Afterthought because they had watched oh, WSOU yeah, yeah. them to see some familiar faces. But yeah, mm-hmm. what a series this was. Every game, it felt so close. And I honestly thought that in Game 5, the Peeps were looking so poised to take it. So, Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's not a bees. story we've heard before, though. Like, uh, ignoring... I mean, ignoring the fact that the Embers game was played after the Peeps, that was also 3-2. The Birds and the Bees only beat Afterthought 3-2. The only reason they seem to be winning these is, is probably the experience uh, they gained from WSOE. That, I, there's definitely a case for that. I mean, as well as that, they, they I, I reckon that even going into this, it was them and the Peeps were definitely the strongest teams. So at the same time, there is the argument that this is sort of expected, that, that they're winning these close games. Although, yeah, WSOE definitely did help. Moving on to the European rival series, uh, we had Veloce really doing well this week. They They beat Vikings 3-2, uh, and then in the second stream match, they beat uh, Method three two. But the the it, the real big one was the was the win against Complexity. Uh, it was a three one win. That it was a it was a stunning series. Both teams really looking RLCS quality. Um, however, Method they they struggled this week. They lost the 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 three two loss to veloce that's understandable but losing three one to arg is that is that really what they wanted from a squad who were looking to challenge complexity and veloce for those top two spots um i mean it's definitely not what they wanted at all uh i've been so confused by method this season they seem hot and cold in individual series don't know what to expect from a team that had so much hype going in. They won Gfinity Elite Series with Casio. Um, I think losing Casio is definitely a big uh, loss for them. Um, but Ocelon is a player with a lot of uh, a lot of experience as well. So yeah. I, I just don't know what it's going to take for this team. Well, we also had we had the writeovers. Uh, so they started off this week and they lost in a game five overtime against the Vikings. Uh, the Vikings also kicking off this week, so they got that 3-2, and they also lost 
3 2 to Veloce, which was a close series, three overtimes. Um, Vikings could be, they, they could easily have been 2 0 or 0 uh, or 2, but they'll end up 2 0. Right Overs also actually lost to ARG, who have really got their season back on track after last week's loss to the Baguette squad. Um, this was exactly what they needed there for a team. I reckon that this is a team who are who are gonna be going definitely going for that top four spot. Um, but it's just literally this this EU rival series. You've just got two RLCS quality teams, and then the others are all still really good teams. Which is it's hard to rank them. But for- uh, the competition. Sorry. Yeah. No problem. Uh, the, the problem I have with ARG is A, for top four really isn't going to be enough. They they might be friends for now, but we've seen it in the past where teams which stay in the RLRS for a season have just dropped down the season after. The, the main exception yeah, being the loss. Yeah, teams like the Juicy secret. Kids. Uh, I, have, I have a question for you guys. Uh, if you look at the standings, it's got Veloce and Complexity top two, ARG and Vikings in three and four. You think that's what it could be at the end? Because to me, after this week, um, especially seeing the Vikings go close with Veloce, I think this could definitely be the final four. The the, well, the problem is because all these teams are so close, like not just in terms of skill, but in terms of the standings. Next, like aside from Veloce, if Complexity all of a sudden next week just lose to right overs in ARG, all of a sudden they're probably out of the top four. Right overs are in the top four, ARG are in the top two. It. And every single series matters, even for a team like Baguette Squad. They're like they they still have a shot at, at top four because of that win over Zenimoon. Um Oh no, sorry, that win over the win over ARG in week one. So it's just it's crazy the the, the EU rival series. Um, we'll move on though to the North American RLCS, where surprise surprise, no one beat the big three. We had NRG were losing one game against uh in two series against space station and evil geniuses who are probably their biggest challengers c9 3-1 against eg 3-1 against rogue and then g2 sweeping ghost uh even with a quite a crazy overtime eight minutes um and we also had rogue sweeping a pretty pretty disappointing fly quest almost getting another perfect sweep nice splice but yeah it's just it's not this is not what Splice would have wanted at this point. Is, is it, Swami? Oh, not at all. And they got demolished. It was not even close. And I, I think that's a testament to what we've seen from Rogue against you know some of these teams. Is they, they have been keeping it somewhat close despite their losses. To see. I think Rogue have definitely been a bit pretty similar to Mouse Sports this season in that they, they looked very shaky, but they're, they're definitely getting everything back on track now that the season started. Um, but I mean, this looking at the table, we've got obviously the big three, first, second, and third, all four and oh. But the the one big one is Evil Geniuses. They are currently one four. But the kicker is they've played all of the big three. So they should have two easy series now against Ghost and Splice. That puts them on three and four. And it could very easily be Evil Geniuses versus Space Station for a land spot. If that did end up happening, who would you have winning that? Right now, uh, probably Space Station. Uh, Space Station. 
I mean, the, the standings say it, uh, the, the scores they've been putting up against G2, uh, I mean, they've, they've sweeped EG already. I think that says enough. Yeah, exactly. But they this week, they got, they got swept by NRG, scored one goal in all three games. Seems to be a, a popular trend this season That's across true. like every region. Though there have been so many blowouts. Like, yeah, every... I feel like we've it's a luxury to get four games. We've had a lot games. of series coming close to that uh, that vitality shutout of Barca last week. Um, yeah, they must have inspired everyone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, moving on to the by far, I think the most competitive league, which is the European. Uh, the European RLCS. It's actually very similar to the EU RL, uh, the EU rival series because you've got Vitality pulling a Veloce sitting on five and zero at the top, and then another really prom- a, another great team in TSM in second place, and then everybody else is sort of just right next to each other. Um, so this week we had obviously the controversial series of Triple Trouble against PSG, where after the first two games, maybe after the tilt factor wears off. Triple Trouble came out strong. They were really good. Uh, Ronicky looking like how he looked uh, in around the time they got promoted. Cassio, I think, finally starting to settle in. Um, but then we also had Vitality sweeping the bricks. TSM, in a crazy series, beating Barcelona. We had that weird, w- really weird uh, whiff from Alpha, which apparently was his controller disconnecting. Um, we had Dignitas sweeping Mouse Sports, getting their season back on track. Uh, the Bricks losing another game five overtime, which is a they they've had three of those this season in four series, and they're currently one and two, which is not what you'd expect from from someone like Cuxir. And then Vitality beating TSM in an incredible series. I thought those last two games of TSM against Vitality was the best Rocket League that I've seen all season. Uh, would you guys agree? Yeah, and then it scares me because like we're seeing all these big names from the past start to fall away for you know Scrub. Uh, well, I can't really say the same about Fairy and K. They've been here for ages, but I, 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 in in a weird way, I miss the old seasons because you know, I, yeah, I see what you mean. Sort of the just the the because in, in the older seasons of Europe, it was similar to North America. You had you know your flip sides, your Northern Gamings, and your Mocket Esports, who were like consistently at the top. But now it's anyone's game. But I mean, do you think Vitality and TSM are the best teams in Europe right now? Uh, Vitality for sure. Uh, TSM, I think, if they lose to Barcelona. Uh, yeah, I, that's I could be a huge, otherwise. huge series. That is they that, that series. Another thing, I think we have to draw. Oh, yeah, no, hold on a minute. They, yeah, they beat Barcelona. Oh, um, yeah. But I think <laughs> the, the, <laughs> thing, the thing oh, about yeah, TSM though is, is, is they're so good at, at um, teams with explosive offense because they just force yeah. them into a war of I attrition. Mean, in that in that series at the end, Metzanorus was absolutely insane like in that game four he saved them with a beautiful double tap and then in the overtime in the overtime he's had that he hit that ridiculous uh the he hit that ridiculous bump to save them even if it was all for naught in the end but he came out with some amazing plays it this was one of his best performances absolutely even against vitality i mean 
I, I think he and I ignite were really, really hustling to keep up the pace that Vitality was trying to play at as exactly. well. Exactly. Well, I mean, with TSM, they, they they also won their their crucial series today, which was well, last, sorry, last Sunday, which was the one against Barcelona. Was that uh, Sigmoid? Was that game of the week? Uh, TSM Barcelona was absolutely the game of the week, and I'm going to give you a couple of reasons why. So, TSM came in really cold. Seven goals down in game one. Not sure what happened there. The defense just kept falling apart. And then they gradually built into it until right at the end, you had no idea who was going to win. Basically until Alpha's controller disconnected, supposedly. Don't think we'll ever really know what happened there. Uh, and probably the tilt factor carried TSM over the line. Yeah, that definitely, that definitely seems right. Um, so yeah, so Europe, I mean... Looking ahead, next week we got Mouse Sports probably fighting for their lives. We've got Triple Trouble in an almost in a game series that they're almost certain to lose against Vitality, given that Vitality are effectively playing for a land spot because if they win, they secure it. And then, yeah, it's just in every series, you don't know who's going to win. Except for the Vitality ones. Yeah. yeah, that's true. I mean, Vitality are just, are the Vitality are looking like. We haven't seen really seen them against an NA competition, but they are looking like the best team in the world for for, yeah. for me from my point of view. That, the thing I still can't put my finger on is Triple Trouble's performance week to week. Yeah, uh, if, I mean, if we if we ignore the win over the Bricks because of Speed Holiday, they lost to Mouse, which are looking like that Mouse series. I can. Well, the problem with the Mouse series was it was just triple trouble. Like for me, I thought their offense wasn't actually. They, I thought they weren't playing bad. Mouse Sports, their defense was just unbelievable. Oh yeah, they were actually hitting the balls. Yeah. yeah, like they hit, like they made, like I think it was thirty-seven saves in that series, uh, and they- it's just like. They were just pre-jumping everything. It was re- it was in- it was incredible to watch. And then swept by TSM in a close series. There were two overtimes. It, it they didn't look bad. And then obviously this week getting a great reverse sweep, and they looked good. Uh, once they, I think once the tilt factor wore off from that restart. My concern now is is that game one going to cost them because they're they're two and two, but their game difference is seven ten. Uh, as it stands. Uh, of the teams that are tied on two or one games, they have the lowest. Yeah, uh, that's going to be that could rate. cost them. But I mean, I th- I think they can, if they, I reckon, if they go two and five, they could still step because, like for example, I can easily see them going to five against Barcelona. I can see them winning against Barca because Barca have also been a very hot and cold team. Obviously, beating beating Dignitas, then being perfectly swept. And then just about losing to TSM, so they've also been inconsistent. And Triple Trouble with Speed had a winning record against Barca as well. Yeah. So I, I don't think uh, underdogs going into that per se. Mm-hmm. I, I think it'll All be right. a very deci- def- yeah, deciding match. Yeah. Moving on now, we're we're off to we're off to, we're off down under to the OCE RLCS. We had a shorter week this week, just just four series. Um, we had Chiefs getting a, a a big sweep over one and E. We had Justice Esports uh, losing game one to to uh, to M to Emprox and then winning an overtime, getting the momentum back, taking that three one. Uh, we had a sweep from Icon against Edge, 
And then out of order, winning game five overtime against Esper, which they needed. They were, them going 0-3 would have been very bad for a team who were looking like they were breaking into that top two. Um, the the big game, surely that's got to be that game five overtime. Absolutely. Absolutely. Out of order really needed this. I mean, in the gauntlets, they've been icon and only falling to the Chiefs. So, I mean, after their really poor uh, week one start, they, they absolutely need this just for top four. Also, it would have been it would have been a really heartbreaking for them to lose a second game five overtime after they lost uh, the reverse sweep game five OT against Icon uh, in week one. Um, but yeah, so I mean, the shorter week for OCE, we've got Icon, Justice, and Chiefs all undefeated. Uh, one any and out of order sitting on one and two, and then Esper, Emprox, and Edge all on zero oh and two. If we if if right now one any are ahead on game difference, but do you think if we put out of order in that top four, is that the top, the clear top four in OCE? Probably not right now. They have to play both Chiefs and Justice, uh, and if they lose just one of those, that could be enough to tip them out of the top four. Um, you know, it depends, of course, on how well one NE does, but their strength of schedule is looking pretty good. Yeah, they've been, exactly. They've got Esper, uh, Edge, Emprox, and then only the last week they have to face Icon. That last week's shaping up to be to be quite something. We've got another Chiefs versus Icon match in week five. I'm pretty sure it was the same last season. Um, so that's it. That's it for for OCE. So because of the shorter week, we had South America who had a longer week. Uh, another six series week. We had one series where, which was Ints against Orchid, where it wasn't a sweep. This this region just seems like there are five good teams. And there are three not so good teams. And, uh, and then, well, actually, I mean, you've got you sort of got you got the you got the four you got the top four, you've got the bottom three, and then you've just sort of got Orchid, who are better than the bottom three, but worse than the top four. They're sort of in that weird middle spot, but it doesn't really matter since only top two go to LAN. Yeah, South America this this week was just the big four flexing all over the yeah, competition. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's just looking at these scores, you know, low-key conceding one goal against Cryptic and then four goals against Fantasy Death. <clears throat> Erodium conceding four goals against Cryptic. Lotus winning one of the games 10-3 against G-Factor Galaxy. Erodium conceding one goal against Fantasy This is ridiculous. It's just, it's such a, it's such a divided region. In NA, you've got the big three, but here you've got the giant four. Because they really are dominant. Uh, and it's not just for dominance as well. I I'm going to refer back to week one where we talked about the momentum-based play. That's going to help these big teams a lot against these small teams in bumping up their, their game difference. Uh, yeah, exactly. Because that seeding, the, getting that top two seeding is going to be very important because you get that buy in the double elimination bracket. Yeah. Uh, and even if they lose that, they still get the map advantage. Yeah, exactly. Uh, that's which is, also, which is big. Uh, uh, Ints losing that game to Orchid could be the thing which ends up costing them the first seed, though. Uh, first seed uh, getting uh, to play the fourth or fifth team. Uh, from I'll be I'll be honest. The way Erodium are looking, there there's no uh, surely there's no way they don't make RLCS. Yes, they've lost one game. Uh, who was it against? They, they lost one game against Orchid. 
and they've had sweeps all around ridiculous stuff they are the best team in the region no question. I also have yet to play in Slowkey and uh, Lotus. That's true, but like, I, I, honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if they just went, you know, if they can see, if they lose three more games in the rest of the season. Because they, they've looked good as well. They haven't just got the results. Yeah, next week will be huge for them because yeah, yeah. they're doing Gwent and Lowkey. Mm-hmm. We'll tell. So that's going to do it for the Full Throttle Refueled RLCS recap. We move now to to the to the world tour. Um, we're a, quite a, quite a few qualifiers and also a couple of quite big lands, which is which is great to see. Uh, we'll move on to those in a in a bit. But so we started off with the Sageti qualifiers. Um, we had We Don't Bimbam, which is a breezy Shakaron and Virtuoso beating Fat Yikes, which is Mads Toxtropanized and Finex to qualify for the 4,000 euro LAN in France, which takes place, so the final take place on May 18th. So this is, this is quite big because I remember seeing, seeing Vert on Twitter saying how this was his last, how the rival series planes were sort of his last chance, but clearly he's, you know, he's still around, which is, is I think this, is this not a French only LAN or event? no, apparently not. It's not. It's not like the. It's not. It's not a French only. It might be a French land, but we're going to take over. Yeah, hey, exactly. yeah. England <laughs> will reign supreme once again. Um, so the second qualifier for that takes place tomorrow, as of recording. So it'll probably have already happened by the time this goes live. So you can, I don't know, check check Twitter, check Liquipedia, check the bracket, see who's qualified for that. Um, next up is the Frag League recap. So sadly, we don't have Andy here uh, this week to, to give us the rundown. But this week, the teams who qualified were the Baby Boys, which is Mr. Kicken and Day, so the wrong Andy, and Focas. Uh, we had Team Vertex, Matt's Gray, Fireman Jonas, Dumain, and Cash. We had Sorby Dipmix, which is Fallen Ranger, Unsettled, and Donce. And then quite a popular team of Yowza, which is the the Pulse Boys of OSM, Jezza, and Fusa and Fuchsia. They join Bran Navan, Triple Trouble, Sweaty Carry, Nordavind, Question Mark, Question Mark, Question Mark, Finland, Copenhagen Flames, Old Boys, and Monka S in, in the finals in June. We, there's still a long way to go for teams to qualify. Do you think do you, here's the big question, lads. Do you think Andy's gonna qualify? Uh sure. Really I, hope so. I, I really hope he does. We've got to cheer him on. They've been one place out of the uh, the thing for like the last two qualifiers. Uh, they, they they need to make it. Like I I don't. Well, think... the good news about that is they get every time they're getting close. All the teams who they lose to are then qualifying, which is eliminating the competition. And they've still got they've still got another five chances. So I reckon they can do it. Let's um, go, Andy. Let's go, Andy. Cheer, go cheer them on. Um. So next up, we've got the Baltic Esports League, which continued this week with, we had Spectre RL taking down Scavenge 3-1, and then also taking out Postgame Strong in a sweep. We had the Backflip Boys sweeping Ram Ranch, and then Scavenge coming back and uh, beating Mind Games Esports 3-1, which, which, puts, uh, which leaves the Backflip Boys on top at 3-1. 
Um, Ram runs at the bottom 0-3. And, and it's it's a very similar situation to to, Euro- to the rest of the European leagues where it's anybody's game. Um, it really is. So I look, I very much look forward to, to seeing the end of league play there, see how that wraps up. I think I'm going and- to give it to Weite here. They've, they've sweeped all their games so far and both the games That's have been against top four teams start. so far. Uh, I think they've got first seed in playoffs pretty much guaranteed as long as they don't mess up now. Not bad. So, um, now, so this is this is the one that I'm excited about. We had over the last weekend, so we got we had two lands, the first of which was in the NEC in Birmingham, which was Insomnia 64. Uh, we had we had a quite a lot of notable players coming out. So we had uh, Ixo, Breezy, Sebadam, Banana Man, Magoo, Mercy, the Cynical Noah uh, from Comrade Gaming, Rottweiler as well. So yeah, so a bunch of a bunch of uh, of pretty big names turning up here for the. Given that it was only a fifteen hundred pound prize pool tournament, uh, we had Breezy Flick taking home first place. Uh, after they didn't lose a single game. I don't think they lost a game in the group stage, but in they the playoffs, didn't. they swept Hype, they swept Meridian, they swept Ricardo Esports, they swept Need Boost, and then they swept Comrade Gaming. So the perfect run from then to take home the £750 uh, first place prize. Comrade Gaming, I'm not sure if that's the team people expected in second, um, but they. I remember seeing on Twitter, they certainly looked very happy. Uh, and then Need Boost and Ricardo Esports rounding out the top four. This is so yeah. So I mean, I was at Insomnia on Saturday. It's great. It's great there. Uh, I reckon. I'm. I think I'm probably going to be playing in the uh, in I65 in the summer. So look forward to seeing my name on the podium. Obviously, with my with my oh, yeah. high quality champ one gameplay. Uh, not, um, not, 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 if I beat, not if I beat you before the streamed games, Ben. Uh oh. <laughs> uh, no. Uh oh. <laughs> this is there's only one way this. Ends. Um, Flat boy coming through. Oh god! One right now. Uh sadly, that is not in the schedule for today. Although we could do, we imagine replacing trivia with just we all just do one v one. We we someone has to do a radio cast. Yeah, I've been on the grind. I, I'm training. <laughs> um. So moving on now to Gamers Assembly 2019. I love that name, Gamers Assembly. So the 20th edition of the LAN, but the as far as I know, either the second or third time it's had Rocket League. Um, we had a lot, a bunch of no, of uh, big French teams coming out, and XLT, which is Extra, um, Gaspau, and Yukis taken home first place. Extra, you'll probably he'll he'll probably sound familiar from uh from Baguette Squad on in the rival series. So they beat Servette, uh, which is who are from TCS. So TCS, they're having a break this week. Uh, so we had Servette traveling over over to France, mirroring Yagi and Saf and Zaffer taking home second. Sigmund, do you think? Uh, I mean, like this is sort of sort of something in general, not just about this, but do you think these local lands, these sort of anyone can sign up? Do you think this is good for the scene? Uh, I mean, it's more than Psionics seem to be doing for Europe at the minute, which. So it's progress, but like we need to see Psionic step in, run some European lands for the lowest, that would be very lower nice. teams besides DreamHack because, you know, travel arrangements, etc. Yeah, exactly. ESL have helped out with the Spain stuff, but I'd quite like to see them uh, run something, you know, in Germany, like they have with Counter-Strike, the Meister yeah, like the Champion Yeah, like I, I w- I've always, I've always been very much like looking forward to like at some point having ESL running the leagues 
running as many leagues as they do for CS. I mean, like the it, this that's definitely come to be realized in the last six months or so with the Spanish league and the Brazilian league. And then also in 2017, I think they had the French league. But I mean, it would be so cool to just see like, you know, every other day you'd be able to watch a regional ESL league. Yeah, that, that would be great. I, and I, I think that it's it's slowly moving towards something like that. But I think yeah. it's, it's still a ways away, unfortunately, mm-hmm. I think. So speaking, Gosh, of, ES, speaking of ESL regionally, we had the, the group stage of ESL Brazil wrapping up. So Lotus uh, swept Fantasy Death, conceded two goals, but it still wasn't enough. Uh, they didn't qualify for the. They didn't even qualify for the playoffs because of head-to-heads. So in some in some uh, leagues, uh, they would have made it through on tiebreakers because they scored more. There, so both teams, uh, both Lotus and Loki, had a game differential of plus two, and Lotus won seven as opposed to the six of Loki. But because ESL Brazil was head to head, Loki managed. Loki ended up with the ended up taking that. So the playoffs. So to determine who qualifies for the LAN finals at the, I think the ESL Brazil studios, we've got Ints versus Orchid and Erodium against Loki. Who have you got making the finals? I mean, it should seem pretty clear who the favourites are. But do you think Swami? Do you think there could be any upsets here? Um, I, you know, maybe. I- I think Loki might actually have a better chance against Erodium than some might think. Uh, I think Ints is going to match with Orchid. Erodium. I shall not, I'll, I'll, I'd like to take this time to remind you that Erodium uh, perfectly swept the group stage, so they went 9-0 and uh, in games. So they're definitely doing well here. They've lost... And play Loki. What, they're like... They're what? They're, they're currently 21-1 and in South American leagues. They didn't yeah. play any of the Brazilian four teams, though. That's uh, true. So any any of the big four. Uh, and given they haven't played any in the RLCS yet, that might have softened them up a bit. They they have a chance of letting Loki get maybe the first or second game. Yeah, uh, I mean, looking back at like their records against the big four, yes, they won, but it's not like those other teams didn't keep it somewhat close either. So I think they've only gotten better, especially Loki. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think there's definitely a ch- Personally, I think uh, Erodium will take this. Yeah, so, definitely. that does it for the Full Throttle Refueled World Tour. We move on now to our sort of the, the extra segments. So so we've got our fantasy overview. So the, this one's slightly hard to do because I think Erodium scores currently haven't been updated, which is kind of, which kind of cripples Swami, uh, who's Again. sitting on a who's currently sitting on 2664 although math should be should be putting you into first place uh, i had kayo still so oh kayo yeah but yeah, kayo did well this week yeah so i'm i've been knocked off the top this time getting 3314 andy getting 3476 while sigmoid unless uh, kayo gets just under 1000 points sigmoid <laughs> you are this week's champion woo <laughs> So be lucky yeah, if I, mean, I even get uh, third. It was close. It was very close. Uh, I'll have to present you with my with my reigning trophy at some point. Uh, anybody got any changes to their teams before? The- I'm certain I'm keeping my team the same. Um, so I, currently That's- I've got Torment, Ignite, Garrett G, Sipical, Corrupted G, and Chicago. Sipical and Corrupted, I think this is their time to shine because, as far as I'm aware, they don't have to play the big three anymore. 
So they should be getting some some good some a lot of points this week. Yeah. So so for me, I made some pretty big changes. I want to say so coming in, I had. Kayo, Justin, Torment, Fairy Peak, a lot, and Tadpole. I did that I would trade out Kayo for Zen because I needed the money and Zen was putting up the numbers. Yeah, Zen's putting up numbers in OCE. Then I traded Tadpole for Chicago because Tadpole just hasn't been doing it for me. Chicago is also putting up good numbers right now. And yeah. even though G2 has a tough week next week, I think that um, Chicago is going to be playing well. Mm-hmm. Coincidentally, I've also put Chicago in in favor of Alpha. Uh, yeah, the control you, you, are you telling me you didn't? Are you telling me you didn't drop Alpha after that series uh, against Vitality? I, he was definitely. I, yeah. I may have forgotten to adjust no them while I was I was sort of you know in the holiday. <laughs> yeah, that just kind of just slips your mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As you do. Um, so yeah, Alpha route Chicago win, uh, and now I've used all my budget, so I, I'm probably going to have to stick with this roster for the rest of the season. Fortunately, though, it does accurately reflect the team name now. The full English Empire is fully English. <laughs> there you go. Just my like that. My God. Not biased right. at all. Exactly. Uh, so we've got our final segment of the week, which is the trivia so me and Andy, last week, me and Andy tied in first, but obviously because Andy's not here, I'm going to be asking the questions this week. So I've decided, thanks to Lukash's uh, absolutely amazing set of spreadsheets, go go send Lukash your love. Um, he he's literally he's been keeping track of a lot of the stats. So I, I don't know got, how he does it. He, uh, yeah, I it's, mean, it's he's, like uh, I think I I did some like maths last august he puts out an edit every 20 minutes including while he's asleep if you count all of them since he started seems seems reasonably accurate oh God. um so uh let me let me get my my pencil the scores so all of these have bonus points so be get get your thinking hats on the first question is which team in the rlcs has played the most individual games uh, bonus points for the number of games they've played. So your four options are Loki Esports, Out of Order, Evil Geniuses, or The Bricks. Who's played the most series? No, the most games. Oh, right. And bonus points for how many? So uh, Loki, EG, The Bricks, and... Out of Order. Oh. I'll, I'll say EG with 16... Uh, it can't be out of order. Can't be low key. Eg is one. Yeah, eg. Um, eg seventeen. So the answer is Evil Geniuses. So you both get a point. However, they've played twenty games. Wow. Oh my. No bonus points there. I thought I was um, overestimating. Yeah. Uh, they they've just played quite a lot of series. Um. So, next question. Which player has scored the most total goals in RLCS? Not goals per game, just the most goals. Bonus points for the number of goals. So your options are Card, Cuxir, Drippe, and Math. Just this season? Yeah, just this season. So, not goals per game, just goals. And then, obviously, bonus points for if you get the number of goals. 
math with like 33 goals. I don't know. Sigmund? Uh, yeah, fudge it, card. Um, 12. You're actually both correct. So card and math are both currently 27 goals. What? So you're both you're both a little off there. Wow. You both get the point. Um, Closer to 33 than yeah, close, close start. No bonus points uh, scored yet, but both of you getting both answers. Next question. Which player currently has the highest score per game in the European RCS? And the bonus points are for getting within... or You get one bonus point if you get within five points of whatever that highest score per game is. So your options are Kuxir, Fairy Peak, KDOP, and a lot. Uh, Fairy Peak with like 600, six, 618 maybe? My heart says a lot. My head says KDOP uh, with oh, 650. Well, uh, this uh, lovely change of lovely change of fate. Uh, you're both wrong. The oh. answer is Kuxir with oh, oh my sixty-five point six seven. This is Kuxir. Uh, nothing there. Uh, is carrying. Question number four. This one is in the OCE and South American RLCS, uh, the the Oceanic Masters and the Grand Series. Which player is currently sitting on the highest number of assists per game? And the bonus point is uh, for being within 0.1 assists. Can you repeat that real quick? So no. which player in, in OCE and South America currently has the most assists per game? So your options are Kayo TG1, CJCJ, Zen, and Juan. CJ with 1.4 Swami, you got a you got a, you got an answer. Uh, Kayo with 2.3. Well, once again, I've I've fooled you. The answer is Zen with 1.67. Oh. I didn't even hear Zen as an option. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh. That's it. okay. With Discord. No, 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 that's my bad. I love it. Uh, which... brain disconnection. <laughs> right. In the north, the final question. So this is a, this is the big one. It's currently two two. Uh, so which player has taken the most shots in the North American RLCS? And your bonus point is for the right number of shots. However, if you guys are if if you either both get it right or both get it wrong, whoever's closer, uh, whoever gets closest to the number of goals is actually going to take the bonus point because we've got to get a winner. So your options are Wonder, Drippe, AJ, and Sipical. So which of those four has taken the most shots this season? AJ. Uh, Drippe. How many? 56. 40, 44. So, so, we've got, so we've got Swami saying AJ... Uh, and Sigmoid saying Drippe. Yeah. So I can confirm that Wanda is incorrect. <laughs> I can also confirm that Sipical is incorrect. The correct answer Jeez. 
is going to be AJ with 62, which means Swami taking home your second title. Let's go. I can't win fantasy, but I can win trivia. Exactly. Well, you could still win fantasy, depending on how well Matt's done this week. So So yeah, so that concludes that concludes fantasy for for this week. Uh, Oh, sorry, that concludes trivia for this week, which means we've reached the end. Thank you very much for watching for making it to the end. Uh, I've been Not Blonde Monkey. Uh, join, joining me today were Swami and Sigmoid. You can find us on Twitter at NotBlondeMonkey, at Swami underscore Raman, and at Sigmoid, as well as following at Octane underscore GG for all of your Rocket League esports news. And until next week, it's goodbye from me. Bye. Bye. <laughs>